What's up, guys? Um, I'm gonna I'm giving this to you guys today, raw and uncut. Okay. Um, huh. I'm actually recording this straight to my iPhone. No professional mic, no audio interface, no laptop. Um, not I don't even have the external road mic that that connects to the iPhone. I'm actually just using my uh, Jabra earbuds, and I'm going for a walk. And this is how I'm going to deliver this podcast. So today, uh, amazingly enough, I learned a lesson uh, that I would consider a life, a life lesson, a lifelong lesson. My entire life, I was always told that my key to success would be my ability to help others accomplish their dreams. Right. And the, the funny part about it is. I believe that wholeheartedly and I bought into it and I'm not saying that it was wrong, but what I'm, what I've learned, uh, in these past couple of months at this age is you can't help anyone at all until you actually help yourself. And that, that help the, you know, being the key to success, it doesn't necessarily mean doing things for people. It means applying those gifts, applying those gifts to your own life and helping yourself in a way that puts you in front of people as an inspiration, as someone who motivates people to get it going. So that's the that's the first part of it. The second part of it is when you're a leader, you have no business playing second fiddle. And so a lot of times, you know, I would I would put myself in these positions where I'm actually up under someone that I should be leading. And when things don't go right, I get upset, but it's because the roles are out of place. It's my position, my calling, my purpose to be a leader, not to be afraid to have a little friction in order to get things done, not to be afraid to have the uncomfortable conversation. For the majority of my life, I've tolerated, you know, uh, less than, uh, how would I say it? I've tolerated less than top tier execution, calling myself being understanding. I've allowed people to shortchange me. I've allowed situations to go on that interfere with my progress. And I've been understanding about it. I've been, you know, tolerable, right? So like I've tolerated all of this stuff that I had no business tolerating. I accepted things that I had no business allowing to exist, whether it be because I was trying to avoid confrontation, whether it be because I was trying to show myself to be compassionate and understanding, whatever it was, there's a time and place for all of that. And you need to balance that out. And I just had no balance. It was all one thing and, you know, none of the other. And so I allow people to make excuses as to why things couldn't get done. I allow people to drop the ball. Uh, and, and, and have legitimate reasons why the ball was dropped. And I just tolerated it. And as a result, momentum was killed every step of the way because I start allowing people to lead the way. I start allowing people to have more control over situations than they're supposed to. I start allowing people to actually take me by the hand and guide me, even though I'm providing the blueprint, even though I'm the one that's saying no. We should do this. We should go here. But somehow 
they're deciding how things are going to uh, pan out. And that's the reason why I've had very inconsistent or marginal at best success. That's the reason why it's all my fault. It's no one else's fault but my own because I wasn't willing to take on my rightful position and stay in that position until I saw whatever task through, right? Until I saw it through to completion. Um, I was constantly deferring. It was almost like passing the responsibility off to someone else and saying, hey, you get us there. You know, I'll, I'll give you the information. I'll be the visionary, but you you get us there. Instead of being the, the person who was like aggressively focused on what the goal is, what the what the end goal is like, look, we need to get here. You know, it's uh, I think it's pretty common knowledge. If you know the story of Harriet Tubman, where when she's going through the Underground Railroad, you know, if you got cold feet and decided you wanted to turn back nine times out of 10, she was going to lay you down uh, because she couldn't risk you getting everybody caught. And that's the type of mentality that you have to have when you're chasing these dreams. You have to aggressively pursue these dreams. You have to aggressively pursue your goals. And you can't allow yourself to be deterred because somebody's getting cold feet, you know, because somebody had an argument with a girl or because there's, you know, death in the family. And it look, I'm not saying not to be compassionate, but we have to understand that we're making long term decisions for short-term situations. You know, life is full of loss. Life is full of hiccups. Life is full of all these things. And a huge part of business is being able to troubleshoot. A huge part of business is also being able to not allow your emotions to take over your better judgment. And that's hard for a lot of people. That's hard for a lot of people, even for myself, because I want to maintain peace. But sometimes you can want to maintain peace so much that you invite disruption in. How do you do that? Simple, by not setting boundaries, by not nipping things in the butt, by not communicating effectively, by not having the tough conversation, what you do is actually invite drama right on in. Because you're saying to yourself, I just want peace. I just want peace. And in the end, you drop the ball because you're supposed to set the standard. And so, I have to start being very hard on myself about getting things done. Doesn't matter if you feel like it. Doesn't matter if you're tired. Doesn't matter how many responsibilities you have on your to-do list. None of that matters. Just get it done. And this is the reason why a lot of people can't make things happen because they got very legitimate excuses, very legitimate reasons as to why, you know, this can't happen. You know, my mom's not doing too well. You know, I, you know, I lost this person in my life. This didn't happen the way that I, I needed it to. This didn't fall in place. They messed up my order over here. I had this done. Yeah, okay, cool. Get it done. Get it done. You got to have a plan B in place. You got to have a plan C in place because things go wrong. So what are you going to do? You're going to sit here and say, you know, I didn't get this opportunity because, you know, this person over here. Now nah, take full responsibility for the situation and figure out how you can make it better. You know, just talking to one of my good friends and, you know, we came up with this statement where people say, you know, don't get mad, get even. And, you know, now we say, don't get mad, get better. Don't get mad at the situation. Get better at what it is that you're doing. Just get better at it. 
right? Like it's, it's, it's part of the process. Things go left, things happen, right? It's, it's, it's almost insane to think that it's going to be a hundred percent peaceful. It's not going to be right. The situation itself may not be peaceful within you. You can peacefully handle a traumatic situation. though. You really can just because you're dealing with trauma doesn't mean you have to be overtaken by it. You can still peacefully address a situation. I promise you, if you don't, you'll, it'll take you over, right? Bad company corrupts good character. So if you don't set boundaries, if you don't speak directly to a situation, pardon me, there's a plane flying over. But if you don't, and I, I love all of this, actually, you know, the dog barking, the crickets going off, you probably can hear the sound of my flip flops, my slides right now, but it's okay because I'm just giving it to you in real time as I'm going through different things. This is something that I'm learning about myself. I'm in a situation right now where I probably have one of the more shabbier looking homes and in this well-maintained, well-established town that I live in, in Westfield, New Jersey. Pretty expensive town. All of the homes are beautiful and magnificent. You know, People wonder if I'm ever affected by that. Like, man, it doesn't bother you. You don't feel any type of way. One, no, I don't because I came from the projects. And so all these people here had a head start. So the fact that I'm even in the same neighborhood isn't shame on them for letting me catch up. That's number one. Number two, I knew that when I moved here, this particular place would be uh, just a a pit stop. Wasn't going to be the main place. The next home that I have after this is also going to be a pit stop. You know, so I have another house in the south. And then after that, I'll be in my dream home. Um, so I'm OK. I'm OK with whatever comes next. I digress, though. Getting back to what I was talking about, like we just have to make sure that we stay locked in on execution. That is the biggest thing. Look, you want to be successful. I'm going to tell you the two most important things you need, even if you don't have a plan. Right. If you want to be successful, you need to be consistent and you need to execute. Period. Your talent doesn't matter. Your skill set doesn't matter. All of those things can be developed. Okay, none of that stuff matters. You can be the most talented artist in the world. If you don't understand business and you're not consistent with painting and getting after it. And and, and I mean, consistent across the board, because some people are consistent only with the gift that they have and nothing else. They execute on the gift, but they don't execute on anything else. You know, like it's, it's just crazy to me how that happens. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm a dope rapper. You know, I'm a dope basketball player. I'm a, all right. But there's levels to this and there's procedures that you need to follow. There's systems that need to be in place. So get you a system, figure out that system that allows you to be in front of people. Like, again, I'm a rapper, but you're invisible until you're visible. So if you don't execute with consistency and start putting music out and not hoarding things because you feel like this is supposed to be for you, like your debut album or something like that. And this is a jam. Listen, man, if you made one dope song, you can make another one. Don't hold on to it. Get it out. Put it out. I think um, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think seven people listen to the last podcast. Seven people. But I don't care. You know why? Because it's not about that. It's about execution and it's about consistency. And as and as I'm learning to execute efficiently and I'm learning to be consistent, Okay, I'm also going to learn how to promote. I'm also going to learn how to market. I'm also teaching myself and I have to be consistent with that as well. And so this will grow. There'll come a time when I look back and be like, 
man, it started with seven plays. And some of y'all hearing this will know that it started with seven plays. And that's okay. It's okay. Because two years from now, someone will hear this and they'll be where I am today. And it'll help them jumpstart their process. And I'm okay with that. All right. It's residual. Okay. This is the, you, you heard about uh, passive income, you know, and, and residual income. Well, what we're talking about right now is passive and residual motivation and inspiration. That's what we focused on right now. So I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm encouraging you all to like go after it with consistency, with discipline, focused on execution. Two things you need more than anything else is consistency and execution. You cannot forget that. I cannot say it to you enough. Don't make any excuses. Don't say, yeah, but this. Yeah, it'll be it's easy for you to say because you got that. Listen, you could have everything that you need, but if you ain't consistent and you don't execute, it won't even matter. It won't matter. None of it matters. If you ain't consistent and you don't execute, it does not matter. You could have every tool in the box. You won't do anything. You won't build anything. You'll just be sitting there making excuses as to why things can't happen. And that's the frustrating part, because there's a lot of talented people that just die broke. And broken. Right, because they didn't execute and they weren't consistent. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you're out there, you you're listening to this and you're at a point in your life where you can't figure out, you know, what to do or how to go about it. Man, look, first identify your purpose because we always talk about passion yeah a lot of you know influencers say you know do what you love do what you love do what you love no i'll tell you first discover your purpose find your why first find your why 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 am i doing this why do you want to do this once you discover your purpose then the passion will fall in your lap that's what it really is like you become passionate about your purpose, not the other way around. Right. So look for your purpose first. I encourage you guys, please be purpose driven. Right. Not profit driven. Be purpose driven. Find a purpose. Be committed to that purpose. Execute on that purpose. Be consistent with that purpose. Learn everything that you possibly can that's attached to that purpose. Develop your skills under that purpose. And that will lead to a profit. The profit is a byproduct of commitment to purpose and executing on purpose. Do it on purpose. Everything that you do, do it on purpose. All right. I hope this just helps someone. If it does, share it with somebody.